At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. My guys in the desert from the South Point Sportsbook Hour number two, Matt Humans, JVT, and Vsin Vinny. Uh, all right, we're going to be joined by Chuck Esposito here in about five minutes. We got some NFL news to get to, and we have a trade that went down last night. The Rams traded for Sony Michelle, former first round pick of the Patriots in 2018. And uh, the Pats had a loaded backfield so they could afford to unload one guy, and they weren't going to pick up the fifth year option mm-hmm. on Sony Michelle's contract. Mm-hmm. But JVT, it looks like the uh, Rams get a running back they need. And the Patriots, I, I guess, admit that uh, uh, they busted out on that first-round pick they made three years ago with Sonny Michelle out of Georgia. Well, they also have uh, they have a really good running back in Damian Harris as well uh, back there that I think is going to uh, be taking a lot of people by surprise this year behind that offensive line. But as far as Michelle they goes. depth, too. Um, Patriots yeah. got a lot of depth in that backfield. They do. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to Sonny Michelle, look, there was a couple of stats thrown out there. Uh, really high in terms of yards per carry on, or excuse me, yards after contact on outside zone runs. That's something that the Los Angeles Rams yeah. thrive on in their offensive scheme. So maybe he's going to be a really good fit for them. Uh, but this just works for both teams, right? It's one team that needed to unload him because Damian Harris and company were going to get a run to the carries and he was going to find himself on the outside looking in. And the Los Angeles Rams uh, need depth because clearly they don't really love what they saw from the running position as a whole throughout the preseason. And they need somebody to fill because that offensive line and that running game is the most important part of this uh, offense for Sean McVay and company. So I think you got to like it. Former first round pick. We talked about this the other day when it comes to guys finding new homes. Sometimes new schemes, new spots, unlock different things with different sure. players. And maybe Michelle is in the right spot. That's a good way to put mm-hmm. it. And um, yeah, he, w- he was not going to get a lot of carries with the Patriots this year. Mm-hmm. He'd get a little work, but not a lot. And the Patriots, I think, are loaded in that backfield. And the Rams are desperate for 
for a back, Vinny. Yeah. And uh, Sean McVay gets a player he needs here in Sony Michelle. Well, Who's I, your favorite to win the NFC West? Well, I, I'll give you the prices right now. The uh, the Rams are slight favorites now, plus 175. The uh, Niners have taken some action in the last week. They were uh, uh, two to one last week, and uh, now they're plus 180. And then Seattle plus three and a quarter, and the Cards at seven to one. So. Uh, Rams are still the slight favorites over the uh, 49ers. Yeah, and that's going to differ depending on which book, book you look at. At DraftKings, the Niners are the slight favorites, plus 180. The Rams are plus 190. It's really close right there, JVT, mm-hmm. but the Seahawks are the third choice. Who's your favorite in that division? Yeah, I think it's San Francisco, mainly because of the way their schedule and the way it breaks down. This was a team that was derailed last year, not by play, but because of injury. And if in multiple, obviously multiple positions, quarterback, running back, defensive line, corner, uh, there was a lot of positions that were hit right. for this team a season ago. So if we're talking about just some average health for this team coming back this season, a good, relatively good offensive line, or to me, defensive line, I think this is going to be a team that bounces back in a big way, is going to be able to pick apart a really soft schedule due to their finish the season to go. So uh, I think the Rams uh, are a good team, but I think the 49ers should be favored. All right. Uh, fair enough. Uh, let's take a look here at the uh, quarterback situations for a few of these teams because we are expecting, according to uh, some comments coming out, that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be named the 49ers starting quarterback, right? Okay. Everything points that direction. No surprise. Yes. No. Trey Lance, not quite ready. At some point this season, maybe he'll get the call, but it's not going to be for week one. Breaking news, and this is shocking, JVT. The Jaguars have named Trevor Lawrence their starting quarterback. Two days ago, Vinny was trying to hype up the quarterback competition in Jacksonville. Uh, I thought it was Gardner be... Minshew came up short. Uh, I did what I could. <laughs> C.J. Beathard's looked better than both of them in the preseason, so um, maybe <laughs> yeah, it should be him. Uh, well, look, you spend a first overall pick on a transcendent talent, Trevor Lawrence, who's probably the best prospect since at least Andrew Luck, as many say, uh, then, yeah, the, he was going to be the guy. Now, how he fares with that offensive line and that scheme and the way that it has looked up to this point mm-hmm. is another question, but I don't think there's any question that he was going to be the starter week one as much as Vinny wanted Gardner Minshew to get the job. Now, what Vinny said was that Teddy Bridgewater uh, at plus uh, at seven to five yeah. uh, was uh, was uh, was it worth, uh, worth a shot. Uh, how did that work out, Matt? Did we get an announcement there yet by chance? Well, he hasn't taken the snap yet, but he has Ooh, been named the starter, yeah. right? Yeah. So you don't pay off the bets until he no, takes the snap. By the way, you, huh? the wording is critical. To yeah. take the first snap from scrimmage. Right, right. No question. Uh, Chris Collinsworth tweeted this out today. Vic Fangio, Broncos coach, loves quarterbacks who don't lose the game. No surprise that Teddy B is his guy, JVT. So mm-hmm. the Broncos have announced Teddy Bridgewater wins and Drew Locke's going to be the backup. He's been the better guy. He's been the more consistent guy through yeah. two preseason games, and he's just the safe option. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is somewhat game manager-esque. I think he's a little bit more turnover-worthy prone than most, but uh, he, I think he's the better option. He's less volatile. So you're not surprised that Teddy B gets the call for the Broncos? No, nah, not at all, given the way they played. All right. That's JVT, Vsin, Vinny. Quick break. We come back on My Guys in the Desert. guys in the desert from the South Point Sportsbook, Matt Humans, JVT, Vsin, Vinny, and I asked Vinny yesterday, if I, Vinny, if you could only have one guy in the world as a guest on the show tomorrow at 3 o'clock, who would it be? Chuck Esposito. And we got what him. Else would it be? All right, Chuck, thanks for jumping on today, man. Hey, happy to be with you guys. 
Are you surprised at all that Teddy Bridgewater has been named the starting quarterback for the Broncos and Drew Locke is going to be the backup to open the season uh, when the Broncos go on the road to face the Giants in week one? I am a little bit, guys. Um, I, I think you look at the, the Broncos and with that offense and the skill position players and, and Fant and Hamler and, and, and Judy and Sutton and a young running back in Williams, I think Drew Locke gives them the big pay, play capability. I think he's the guy that will get them downfield. I mean, it's obvious that Carolina wasn't happy with Teddy Bridgewater just managing a game for them. They wanted something more and went out and traded for Sam Darnold. I really thought Drew Locke would, would win it. Um, you look at Denver, the largest point differential of not only any team in the AFC, in the preseason, but any team in football. So that offense seemed to be clicking a little bit. I know both guys were fairly efficient. Again, I just think Drew Locke gives them the, the much bigger potential down the field, and now you've got a much more balanced attack with drafting Williams and getting some of those guys healthy on defense and picking up Fuller and Sertain in the offseason. I think it's a defensive team that's going to be much better as well. I wonder, uh, JVT, if uh, Vic Fangio pays attention to against the spread stats. I saw this <laughs> this morning on uh, CBS Sports HQ. Teddy Bridgewater, road cover percentage since 2000. He's got the best in the NFL at 88%, 21-3 three against the spread. Do you think Vic Fangio saw that and said, that's our best <laughs> bet in week one to win on the road against the Giants? Probably the deciding factor, no? <laughs> well, we're partners now, aren't we? <laughs> there are partnerships with uh, the, uh, the NFL now. But, but I do want to point this out in, uh-huh. in terms of Vic Fangio. I think he was feeling the heat here, and I think this, this came into – uh, the decision. That's not gonna. He's not gonna say that. But right. uh, that was also part of. You know, we were talking about it on Monday, uh, about uh, you know uh, the plus one four to seven to five uh, for Bridgewater. I think that was actually uh, part of the handicap there as well. So if anybody took it, uh, again, he's still got to take the first snap for sure. All right, most spots well, I have. Think that, uh, a... that is part of it, but I think if you know you trade for the guy in the off season, um, you're paying his his big contract. Uh, you trade assets to get him, similar to how Jacksonville drafted Trevor Lawrence number one. You're not you're 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 not going to spend that number one pick and keep him on the bench. He was going to win no matter what he did in the preseason, and I think Bridgewater was going to get this job no matter what once they traded for him, un- unless he just had a, a dismal preseason, which he didn't have. Broncos, one-and-a-half-point road favorites in most spots against the Giants in Week 1. Circa up to two-and-a-half. Chuck, where are you right now at Red Rock Sportsbook and the stations? Pretty much the same, Matt. I mean, I think if you look at Week 1, we've seen a little bit of play um, on the favorite in that game. You might see it go up a little bit more. Um, but, you know, we'll see ultimately where that game ends up going, um, you know, how much we take on that side and, and where it ultimately goes. But definitely have seen a little bit of play on the Broncos. I think we're up at one and a half right now. Same here, Matt. Same here. Mm-hmm. And uh, circuit at two and a half on the Broncos. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit surprised to see that number a full point higher over there. Anyway, uh, more shocking news today, JVT. Trevor Lawrence named the starting quarterback for the Jaguars. And they open the season on the road at Houston as three-point favorites. Jaguars only three against Tyrod Taylor and the Texans. Yeah, Chuck, I'd love to pick your brain on this uh, because I get that the Texans are not in the best spot. Uh, but even before I watched this preseason to tell me uh, that the Jacksonville Jaguars on, on a neutral field could potentially be six points better than the Houston Texans and that they're laying three on the road here seems really surprising. And now, given what we've seen from the preseason, seems even more surprising. Are we going to expect this to come back down or is the market just that far gone when it comes to the Houston Texans? 
think it's a combination of that, JVT. I'm surprised, too. I think what you've seen in the preseason so far, Jacksonville looks extremely poor. I know they've got a young, you know, uh, nucleus of wideouts in, in Cheneau and, and picking up Marvin Jones and having DJ Chark. You lose at the end for the year. Um, but I don't think they should be three-point favorites over anybody right now. I know that everyone looks at Houston and this team, you know, they're going to go under the, their, their four-and-a-half win total. They're the worst team in the league. They'll be drafting number one next year. But it's hard to imagine the way the Jacksonville Jaguars have looked so far that they should be a three-point favorite over anyone, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more likely to come back down than, uh, than, go, through hope the, so. than go through to three. Chuck, is it that obvious that you have to play the Jaguars under six-and-a-half wins? Because uh, I think it's very difficult to look at that schedule, even with the Texans on there twice, road games against the Bengals and Jets, and say this team's going to make a leap from two wins to seven. And uh, also, rookie running back Travis Etienne is out for the season with a foot injury. I haven't seen anything that says to me, uh, bet the Jaguars over that total, but the number's still sticking at six and a half. I haven't either, Matt. And, um, you know, from what I've seen in the preseason, that offense looks really bad. You look at how many series they've had, how many points that starting offense has been able to generate, and how many first downs. Nothing screams to me that this team is trending in the right direction right now. Um, yeah, I know it's a big loss with at the end. They've got a lot of young players on defense. I like their young wideouts, but I didn't think Trevor Lawrence, I think of all the rookie quarterbacks so far, I think he's been the least impressive. I think you can make a case that Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, and Zach Wilson have all looked better than Trevor Lawrence so far in the preseason. I think you can make that argument too. Now, JVT, mm-hmm. uh, one of the keys to Urban Meyer's success at Ohio State was that Buckeyes were always able to run the ball and they had a power running game. This Jaguars offensive line does not look very good. I think also one of his keys was having the better athletes on the field almost every single time he went out there. That probably, right. <laughs> that probably helps quite a bit. Huh? Not the case. You know, a big part for them was next man up. I mean, it didn't yeah. matter. If, if somebody was, was injured or there was uh, any reason that someone didn't play, you were able to just go to the next man up. And you're right, JVT. It's, they had the better, the better talent on the field. That isn't the case right now with, with Jacksonville. I think he, he really at the end would be that third down back. That's what he said from the minute he drafted him. Now you look at that whole offense. Robinson was a good young back neck last year, but now you expect him to be on the field, you know, all three downs. you got to be able to run the ball to be effective in the NFL, and if Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. does not have a running game to compliment him, he's going to be in big trouble because that offensive line is not very good from what I saw. If you watch the Saints game a couple nights ago, and mm-hmm. I watched both Jaguars games so far, they don't have, to, uh, they don't have the ability to run the ball no. right at somebody, no. and that's going to be a problem. No, that's, there's no forgiveness there, right, Matt? I mean, you know, especially with a rookie quarterback with such high expectations. There's no right. doubt about it. Right. So, again, if they can't run the ball with Robinson, like you got offensive, he needs an offensive line, and so does uh, uh, the, the quarterback. It's, uh, it's going to be a, a tall order. And Lombardi says this all the time, uh, but it is very true. Bad offensive lines don't travel either, right? So when you're going, yeah, to, when you're going on the road and you're mm-hmm. taking on you know, relatively solid pass rushes, as you're mm-hmm. going to throughout the next you know, week, like, look at their schedule. When they take on the Broncos, for example, in week two, mm-hmm. yes, you're at home, but that offensive line versus that front seven, what's that going to look like for Jacksonville? And bad offensive lines, uh, they can weigh down an entire offense. It doesn't matter how good your quarterback is. Yeah, the one thing about the Jaguars' schedule, uh, the first six weeks are not that difficult. No. So uh, if they're going to have any success, it's probably going to come early in the season, but – uh, that'll be an intriguing team to watch. Chuck Esposito with us, Red Rock Sportsbook Director. Uh, Chuck, you're a Bears guy. How about the Red Rifle gets the week one start instead of Justin Fields? Thumbs up or thumbs down from you? I'm saying thumbs down. Uh, I think with what we've seen in the preseason, Matt, 
he's really struggled. Um, I know Justin Fields is, hasn't played with the number ones yet, but just what he can do with his legs, it opens up that entire offense. I think Nagy made a mistake that he hasn't had an opportunity to play more with the number ones. Um, I know he's going to start in week three. He's going to get more time with the Allen Robinson and David Montgomery and, and Jimmy Graham and get those guys on the field a little bit more. Um, but I guess for the Bears' sake, they're playing the Rams on the road, prime time, you know, arguably the best defense in football or one of the best. Um, it wouldn't surprise me, though, at halftime of that game that you see Justin Fields. And the reason I say that is this is the fifth time in five years that the Bears and Rams are playing each other. The previous four have all gone under. So you could see this game being a relatively low-scoring game at halftime with not a whole lot of scoring. If the Bears need a spark, maybe it's Justin Fields at halftime. But uh, I think he should be the guy from day one. I really do. All right. Uh, J- actually, I was going to throw this at uh, Vinny. I'm seeing seven and seven and a halfs on the board here. Bears-Rams in that week one game. That's a Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vinny, where do you think that number closes? Because a lot of times you go to seven and a half, you'll get sharps who just grab that seven and a half. They'll grab that hook right away. They haven't grabbed it yet, okay. Matt. I mean, we went to seven and a half here. I think the interesting part here, though, is that the Rams – uh, their their starter is not going to play uh, this entire preseason. So that first half is going to be uh, interesting to watch because that's going to be his, uh, his opening action for the season, yeah. right? Chuck, do you, do you there is a there's a big familiarity between you know not only everyone talks about the Bears defense and Matt Stafford, but also Matt Stafford with the Bears defense. Um, so he's familiar with with that. I know they have a, a Sean Desai, a new defensive coordinator there that that's more in the mold of, of, of Vic Fangio uh, instead of playing that zone defense. He's a little bit different and more aggressive. But there definitely is a familiarity between the two sides, and these two teams have played very low-scoring games, again, for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Chuck, I'm curious to your thoughts on the offensive line for Chicago, too, because that has been one of the things that has stuck out to me watching the Bears. Uh, it has not been good in the preseason, and part of my thinking uh, with Justin Fields not starting week one would also be, do you want to put him out there behind that offensive line in front of Aaron Donald? Because Aaron Donald's going to be in the backfield almost every single play. I don't want anybody out there against that Rams defense, guys. Um, I think they're, they're, we know they're a Super Bowl caliber defense. That's where they went out and got Matt Stafford. I just think that, you know, Justin Fields gives you the best chance to win. I mean, we've seen what he could create in the preseason. We, 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 he just looks like the it factor back there. And I think if you're going to, you know, Nagy's has a lot of pressure on him. So does Pace right now to bring this Bears team to the next level. He's never had a losing season, Nagy. I mean, he had the 12-4, and four, and then he goes 500 back-to-back years, and has had two out of three postseason seasons, but he's still under a lot of heat. He couldn't develop a young quarterback in Mitch Trubisky who came back, I know it was the preseason, and lit the Bears up for over 30 points. Um, You've got Justin Fields right now. You traded up in the draft. You gave up two number ones. I think you have to see what he has out of the gate. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. I know their offensive line isn't great. Big loss with Jenkins being out for an extended period. You go out and you get Jason, Jason Peters. You have to hope that these guys step up, but I think Justin Fields gives you a much better chance to win week one than Andy Dalton does right now. Dalton's going to get to start, and uh, he'll play at least the first half, it looks like. Bears-Rams on that opening Sunday night, September 12th. I like the the way you're looking there, under the total of 45 in Bears-Rams, Chuck. How about the uh, preseason game here in Week 3 with the Bears? One and a half, two-point favorites to Tennessee. How do you think uh, they're going to handle the quarterback rotation here in the final preseason game for Matt Nagy? Well, they've already said, Matt, that um, you know that Fields is going to get the start. Oh, you know, we've seen that number go up. 
Um, you know, it, it, it's gone up to two, and I think industry-wide you're starting to see some two-and-a-halves pop up. So I think the Bears are going to try to get him as much work as they can with the starters. Um, it, it's, it'll be strange, though, because he keeps saying it's Dalton. If he goes out with the starters and puts 24 points up in the first half and looks comfortable with Allen Robinson and Jimmy Graham and Komet and, and Montgomery and Moody, I mean, he again kind of cements that, that should he be the guy or the Bears just being stubborn about it. Um, I don't think you see Dalton at all. I think it's going to be um, pretty much fields for the first half, and you probably see maybe Nick Foles the second half in that game. But I'm really interested to see how he looks um, you know, with that first-team offense for the bulk of the first half against the Titans. All right. Uh, from what I can gather, and Matt Nagy might change his plan, but it sounds like it's going to be Fields' first half, Foles' second half mm-hmm. in this game, and that's why the action looks like it's on uh, the Bears. I, I just get the feeling that Chuck does not like the red rifle, and he wants to go with Justin Fields. Don't you guys get that sense? You don't think he's got one? <laughs> he he doesn't clear. have an, an Andy Dalton jersey? No, I don't uh, think so. I, I, no, I, I don't, boys. I, I just think, he, again, it's a young quarterback. It, it gives you the best chance to win. He was extremely accurate at the collegiate level. I think what he's created with his legs early on. You think about Lamar Jackson when he came into the league. Um, a lot of it was based on what he could do with his legs, the creativity. Justin Fields is a better pocket passer and a more accurate pocket passer than Lamar Jackson was. Um, Give him an opportunity with those number ones, and I think they should have given him a bigger chance to do that. I know Andy Dalton's won a lot of games. He's got a familiarity with with Bill Lazor from the Bears offense, but but I really think, I mean, we know that their long-term plan is Justin Fields. It's only a matter of, I think, weeks, not months, before you see him starting for the Chicago Bears. Call me crazy. I just get the sense that Chuck likes Justin Fields a lot and thinks the Bears have a better chance to win with him. I think he was one of those Bears fans during the uh, the Bills game booing him, right? Did he, tip no. his hand? Did he tip his hand on I got to tell you, that was about as ugly as it gets, and the Bears were down 34-6 to <laughs> to the Bills uh, in the first half of that preseason game on uh, Saturday. Chuck Esposito, Red Rock Sportsbook Director. Uh, Chuck, JVT is going to be down there to sign up for one of your football contests. How many football contests do you have at Station Casinos? It's uh, the two last man standing contest, Matt. It's the $150,000 pro, 100000 college. If you get signed up by September 6th and you win both, it's an extra seven fifty, making it a $1 million last man standing. I know you've been in the, the college one many times before, and we're in it pretty late a few years ago. Um, without, It's not for a bad beat, but uh, both contests have kind of been our signature contests. They're a lot of fun, and I'm glad that we can offer both this year again uh, with a much more traditional college slate. I made it to the final 10 through 11, 11 weeks, JVT, nice. and then got knocked out on a, just a brutal beat in week 11. And, uh, <laughs> you did. I remember that. You were, at, you were at Sunset, and we were talking about it uh, going into that game, and I remember you, you kind of wavered on who was going to be your pick yeah. um, before you ultimately made that pick, um, which was a, a really, really bad beat. Ouch. Okay. Okay, that hurts. That Chuck always has memory to, that's, always, Chuck, uh, that's what you get for badgering him about his quarterback. Always, <laughs> always has to bring that up. All right, that's okay. Chuck, in the last uh, 40 seconds, which sides are you going to need as a bookmaker in college football as Vinny calls it week zero? Oh, don't even. I love week zero, guys. Oh, I mean, I think sure. that's uh, phenomenal that we've got some games coming up. Um, you, you've seen a little bit of a push on uh, on UCLA. We've seen that number go up a little bit from the time we opened it. Uh, same thing with UTEP against New Mexico State. Clearly going to need um, those two sides as well. The game I really want to see is Nebraska and Illinois. I want to see how Nebraska looks in this game, uh, you know, with some of the struggles they had over the last few years. My guess is we'll be Illinois fans as well. <laughs> All right, Chuck Esposito, Red Rock Sportsbook Director, JVT. Get out there and see him this week. I'm going. Today. Today. 
You going Sounds today? Good. I'm going here, KVT. Come on over. All right. See you, Chuck. John's coming up. All right, boys. Take care. He'll be out to sign up after the show today. Huh? All right. Good deal. Got to go make a car payment, and I'll be right there. <laughs> no, go there first. <laughs> All right. Best bets when we come back. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. better time to start planning your football contest strategy in the VSIN Pro Football Guide, the perfect way to start. Our VSIN experts have won major football contests around Las Vegas. Our guide will give insight on against the spread contests as well as survivor pools to give you a winning edge. Download the VSIN NFL Guide today for only $19.99 or get VSIN All Access, everything we offer for the entire football season. VSIN.com slash subscribe. 
Tom Brady on the cover for the second year in a row on the Beeson uh, Pro Football Betting Guide. He is with Gronk this year. Last year, we uh, we nailed it on the cover. Last year, JBT, mm. we had Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. How'd that yeah. work out? Yeah. It worked out pretty well. I think that was your Super Bowl, was it not? Hmm. That was a Super Bowl. Oh, wow. so it was one-sided. It went Tom Brady's way, if you recall. Uh, yeah. I do. I do. Or it went to Tampa Bay Buccaneers' defense's way. <laughs> let's yeah, put right. it that way. All right, let's get to uh, best bets. And, Vinny, we're going to start with uh, golf here. And you've got the numbers up here. At, you got the numbers up here for the BMW Championship we do, this man. week, right? Mm-hmm. John Rom, who's John Rom, your favorite at what, six to one or seven to one? We got him at uh, thirteen to two, so just a, right in between there, Maddie. So I'm going to go for some longer shots on the board this week uh, to honor our our golf show, Long Shots, the number one rated golf betting show on the planet. Justin Thomas. At twenty to one this week, uh, Brooks Kepka at twenty-five to one. How about JT last week? JVT mm-hmm. sixty-six for sixty-eight putting inside ten feet. That's what you need to do to win a tournament. He was five strokes off, but for that, uh, basically because his driving accuracy was uh, not what it needs to be. Fifty-six point three percent last week. Uh, but J- J- uh, Justin Thomas, I think, finally back on the upswing. If he's got that putter working, uh, he's going to have a shot to win this week. And when you get a player like that of that caliber in the uh, that starts to drift up around 20, 25 to 1, JT Brooks Kepka, I think that's when uh, you have to take a serious look. I'm, I, I don't even consider betting John Rahm at a, like 6 to 1 or 7 to 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys are a little bit more solid off the tee. It seems like in, in now and in, in, uh, analyzing the course, right? First shot, extremely important. Second shot as well. And those guys, um, looks like the theme that you went with, with your golfers at this point. Well, DJ over Jordan Spieth. Yep. Spieth is an erratic driver. DJ is going to be long off the tee, and I think he's going to play well after missing the cut. Also played Daniel Berger at 35-1 to and Sam Burns at 57-1 to this week. So it's JT, Kepka, Berger, and Burns and uh, DJ over Spieth in a matchup. I got seven futures won in 2021 in golf and uh, doing pretty well in matchups, even though I've been very conservative about posting uh, – Matchup plays. I, th- I think DJ over Spieth at minus 110 is a good one this week. Let's talk college football best bets. And uh, JVT, you go first. You and I have a common play this weekend. Yeah, Hawaii can catch an 18 points. Um, this is a number that is worth playing when you're talking about an opener as low uh, as nine between these two. Uh, but we can talk about a lot. It's Hawaii's offense. It returns uh, 11 guys. You have a lot of good, a lot of returning talent in the skill positions outside of the starters. Uh, Shavon Cordero is going to be a very good quarterback in the Mountain West and a solid quarterback to play with this offense. Taking on a defense, too, which we talked about. Yes, they have 10 guys coming back, but it's defense last year. They give them 30 points per game over 400 yards per game in the four years under their current defense coordinator never finished better than allowing 30 points per game or 400 more yards per game so mm-hmm. uh, I think this is one where we're talking about now a, a very inflated number for I think at this point we can call he's generally kind of a public team in UCLA yeah. a lot is expected of this UCLA team in a look ahead spot uh, I will take 18 and uh, believe that the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors can stay within a big number like that you and I both have Hawaii plus 18 uh, Hawaii's run defense going to have to be much better than it was last season but 11 starters back on defense defense for Hawaii. And uh, don't forget the uh, the Warriors opened last season with a, a big win on the road at Fresno. Yep. 34-19. That was a good Fresno team. Hung with Boise State in a one-score game and beat a really good Nevada team. So I think uh, Hawaii also finished 5-4 and four with a bowl win yep. uh, over Houston. I don't think Hawaii's going to go. Todd Graham's a good coach. He's not going there to take a pay to take a check mm-hmm. from UCLA and lay down. I think Hawaii's going to show up for a fight in this game. They, they, this game means a lot more to them than yeah. it would be to UCLA at this point right now. Also this week, uh, 
week zero, as Vinny likes to call it. God, will you stop <laughs> killing me? Illinois plus seven over Nebraska. What was the, the highest this number was at, Vinny? Did it, did it hit nine? Eight and a half. Eight and a half Never was the peak. Yep. Mm-hmm. Eight and a half. Now seven, the best you can get on the Illini. I don't think that's going up to seven and a half Saturday. You're not going to be able to get better, are you? I don't, I don't know, Matt. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, we again being as high as eight at one point, but that's uh, you know we, we're seeing two way action right now at the seven, so it's hard. It's hard to say. Right. Um, you know, it's the kickoff game right there, right? So that one, it's going to get a lot of play to get the Saturday morning jump started yep. for sure. Ten o'clock. So FanDuel has seven and a half. I see another book out there with six and a half. So basically, ninety five percent of the books at seven on that game. Nebraska, Illinois, under fifty five. Another one of my plays here and uh, a season win total play on Nebraska under six and a half wins. Uh, we'll break down more baseball betting when we come back. It's showtime tonight. Angels and Orioles, and I think the Angels are going to be a popular bet. From the oddstrader.com studio at South Point Casino. Go to oddstrader.com, download the free oddstrader app right now, start winning with up to the second info you need. Oddstrader.com. Time to talk baseball betting. JBT, let's uh, start with the Giants and Mets at City Field and a game that starts in about a half hour. Johnny Cueto and Tawan Walker. And how about the sharp money on the Mets yeah. getting blown up yesterday? The Giants rolled in the series opener. Uh, this is a round to pick him. Looks like Mets slight favorites. Total of eight and a half. Yeah, Tywon Walker uh, in this spot here for the New York Mets. I was really surprised by that, by the way, you mentioned it. McGill got his ass kicked yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but coming off of a uh, relatively poor start, I guess you can call it an average, uh, on the road against the Dodgers, Walker went six strong but gave up four earned runs, only struck out four guys. Uh, if you look at his past, you know, command has been a little bit of a problem for Walker in his past, especially if you look at, like, the month of July, for example, where he walked uh, 13 guys in uh, that month. And so that could be a problem that pops up here frequently uh, for him in the New York Mets. I think that's why you see a generally cheap price on that side and given how highly power rated the San Francisco Giants are and Cueto I think for this season uh, has been a really solid option for this team we haven't seen a lot of them but if you look at it for the most part like the month of August for example we haven't seen him since the eighth but two five inning outings for him giving up three and two and runs in that respect if you just get a general baseline of pitching this Giants offense of this lineup has been really one of the better ones in Major League Baseball especially since the trade deadline so uh, I would have a small lean here toward the Giants but nothing strong. Cueto just uh, it really exemplifies the next man up uh, for the uh, for the Giants, right? He's had a great second half. Unlike Walker, who's had the exact opposite, and the Mets are just uh, free falling at this point. Opened as a dime favorites here, uh, got as high as a dollar twenty, but now Giants buy back here, so the Mets sit at a dollar thirteen here at the South Point, eight and a half for this total. Matt, just a little shade to the over. Um, again, if you uh, you think the Mets can win this game, uh, come back uh, after last night getting blown out last night and win by two or more, plus 70. I don't know many uh, bigger Little League World Series fans than Paul Howard here at VSIN. Mm-hmm. He, loves, he loves the Little League World Series. He gets caught up in every aspect of it. Uh, I see up here the Gavin Weir of South Dakota, I believe, threw a no-hitter against it's like, California today. It's all over, yeah. This wow. kid has allowed, in the last 132 batters faced, he's allowed one hit. 
one hit. That's what the graphic just said on ESPN. That's Vinny, incredible. <clears throat> do you think there's a chance the Mets could work him into the rotation <laughs> here in the uh, last month of the season? I, I'd like to work him in a rotation, yeah. I'd love to see them. I mean, at this point, he'd probably be their frontline guy. Hey, he'd probably be their ace. He'd be their starter. Look at him. Jeez. Wow. That's ridiculous. Great for him. All right, Luis Castillo goes for the Reds against Brandon Woodruff. And, uh, Vinny, what do you have for a number here on Reds, Brewers, and Milwaukee? The Reds getting the betting attention, Matt, after uh, uh, getting beat last uh, last night uh, from uh, now $1.75 for the Brewers on the opener, half flat right now. Uh, so they bet the scheme uh, under just a little bit. And uh, Brewers plus 40. Reds uh, the second wild card right now after the results mm-hmm. uh, after the mm-hmm. uh, Padres go down yesterday. Well, how about that yesterday? It was something we talked about. If you're going to take your shot against Milwaukee, it might be with Molly, who would pitch very well. Yeah. Molly goes out five and two-thirds, only gives up one run to five hits. But the bullpen coughs it up, and they end up losing that game to Milwaukee yesterday. And now uh, you get Castillo, who has been pretty disappointing this year. And there's been signs uh, that there is, like, something positive there, right? You talk about an ERA of 435 humans, but an XFIP under four at 380. You see that in those middle months in the summer that there were stretches where Castillo looked really solid, uh, but right. then started to come back down to the form that we had seen. And then you get the bookend starts of this month up to this point. He shuts down Miami last time out. That was last Thursday. Seven innings strong, eight hits, one earned run, strikes out seven. And then he uh, just dominates the Minnesota Twins in the first start of the month, too, over six innings. But you get these starts in between. Just gets pummeled by the Cleveland Indians. The Philadelphia Phillies go six and two-thirds, but score three on him, and he only strikes out a couple there. So I would. it's hard to trust Castillo because he's just been inconsistent. There are a lot of numbers, I think, that indicate that he is a guy that's worth backing, but the results have not been consistently there other than when you look at the month of July. Couldn't agree with that more. Uh, Vinny, how about Dodgers and Padres tonight at Petco? The marquee pitching matchup of the night, Walker Bueller and Blake Snell. Yeah, great uh, great pitching matchup here, Matt. Um, and the Dodgers, $1.30 on the opener, up to 43 and climbing. So uh, no support yet for the Padres. We've not seen it. Trying to find that buyback threshold. Eight for the total. On this one, a little, a little movement, a five-cent move to the under at 15 cents. And uh, the Dodgers, plus 15 cents, if you think they can uh, cover this run line. Can't wait to watch the pitching matchup because yeah. both of these guys Good. have been absolutely on it. Snell has really turned things around in the month of August. Uh, for those of a track and Snell, 22 innings pitched in August, 245 ERA, 297 expected fielding independent, strikeout to walk ratio of 3.4. He has been great. Now, if you want to look at it too, like, well, I know a lot of people like to value starts against the team, right? And he started against the Dodgers three times, mm-hmm. and he's only given up four earned runs over right. 15 and a third innings of work. But all three of them came before the All-Star break. Two came in the month of May. So it's been a while, and the Dodgers weren't that great, as we know, or consistent in those months. But he has turned things around in terms of his control. And, I, you know, I was looking at some of the numbers, too, humans. And these are season-long numbers. The Dodgers have been hitting better than this. But 16th in weighted runs created, plus against left-handed pitching, 19th in on-base percentage, OPS, and strikeout rate the Dodgers lineup is against lefties. So, you know, and we know that they have some good left-handed bats in this lineup, and there's a small advantage for left-handed pitching. So maybe Snell could come out here if he has his commander to control. We see a lower-scoring game between these two starting pitchers because Bueller's been on as well. Okay, how about uh, Angels-Orioles? And I think, Vinny, we did the best bet segment, and almost uh, everybody who walks in a sports book tonight looks at the baseball board is going to say, how can I – how should I bet the Angels in this game? Showed, it's showtime. Shohei Otani, a big favorite tonight against Chris Ellis and the Orioles. And uh, i got to think as a bookmaker, you're just going to see all sorts of uh, bets coming in, parlays, what, whatever it may be with the Angels. 
Every every parlay starts uh, with uh, number nine one five, the Angels, <laughs> and <laughs> and then add uh, add whoever you like. Is it going to uh, be Angels run line? Or are you going to play? Well, the, yeah, it pro- I mean, play? yeah, it's just uh, it's just a matter. But, but now again, it's it, what's interesting is we opened at two thirty, went down to two ten, and now it's uh, Angels up to two twenty. But it's deceiving because you say, well, you got some Orioles money. It doesn't matter how much Orioles money because of the parlay exposure. Then, of course, the parlays have to hit. I get it. But then there's a run line as well where the Angels are minus uh, one and a half and minus 40. And let's remember that this 19-game losing streak by the Orioles has had one run line cover uh, yeah. for, for them. So uh, yeah, the run line's become uh, the, the Orioles – a bet against the Orioles on the run line has become very popular in the last Orioles couple of been outscored by 108 runs in this 19-game uh, losing streak. And uh, like Vinny said, 18 of those losses by two runs or more. Yeah, you're going to take your chance against Otani, too. Like he, yeah, Since he got knocked around by the Yankees in that first inning start, he's been absolutely great. So, And the other side, we should note, too, that Chris Ellis, uh, we'll put it this way. Chris Ellis' stock photo is in a Kansas City Royals uniform, even though he played for the Rays earlier this year, and he's making his first start for the Orioles. It gives you, you know, <laughs> uh, where he's been around, and it's been for a reason. So uh, I wouldn't really want to take my shot at plus 190. I think I want a lot more uh, with the Orioles at this point. All right, a couple more baseball games to hit on. White Sox, Blue Jays, Rays, Phillies. Uh, Is there going to be a live dog in one of those games? And we have a lot to talk about on the NFL preseason in week three as we wrap up NFL action in August. Stay tuned. Back in a minute. My guys in the desert. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. To exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options, BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. That's BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook, offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available as well at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21. BetRivers Sportsbook, go to BetRivers.com. All right, Vince and Vinny, two more uh, baseball games to go through with you and uh, JVT. Let's start with White Sox and Blue Jays. Lucas Giolito, Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray's most recent matchup against the uh, uh, White Sox, JVT. He struck out 13 and did not get the win. He has not had a lot of run support, and that game was one uh, example of it. Lucas Giolito on a pretty good run uh, recently here. Mm -hmm. Vinny, what's the number? It looks like Blue Jays' slight Home favorites. Yeah, man, opened the 15 cents, got up to just shy of a dollar 20, and now came back down. Uh, so what we like to see, two-way action. Jays are now a dime and uh, even money on the White Sox, eight and a half for this uh, for this total. Uh, just a little move to the under at 15 cents, and the Jays uh, plus 85 on the run line. Yeah, uh, 65. Sorry. And I'd say too that you know it. It does seem uh, that that's more of an aberration than anything, right, given statistically what we know about this Blue Jays lineup and how good it has been if you look at it across the board. So I think when you see when you see Robbie Ray and you expect a similar performance, look, he's got a 167 ERA in the month of August. He put up a 199 in July. He has been insanely consistent. The command is back. Uh, but we still see a little bit of uh, action in terms of support of the White Sox. As Vinny noted, look, we're at even money here. So I can understand it just given the struggles of the Toronto Blue Jays lineup in terms of consistency. But Ray's been absolutely dynamic. And when you put, mix that together with Lucas Giolito, I would expect that uh, like a first five under would probably be a, a pretty popular play right. uh, on a lot of cards today, just given the fact that these two show no signs of really breaking down. Four and a half on that one, JBT, for that first five. Uh, here's a bet I'm thinking about making, John, and I uh, have to decide in the next uh, 15 to 20 minutes. The Ray's right now plus 144 at yeah. Circa. That's the best number I see in the market. Vinny, what do you have right now at uh, South Point? That is, uh, that is a good price. Uh, we're at uh, plus 145, Matt. Uh, so we're at my, we just went to minus 55 on the Phillies. So okay. plus uh, the 10 cent straddle plus $1.45. Okay. So uh, you're right. Your decision might have been made easier and a little quicker. So uh, total on the game sitting at eight. That's Ryan Yarbrough for the Rays. Zach Wheeler for the Phillies. And we talked about this first hour. Wheeler has not been, uh, not saying the wheels have fallen off, but he has not been very good recently. Gave up six runs in six innings against that D backs last week when yep. Arizona had the series sweep. 
Yeah, we, it's yeah. it's been weird. Wheeler and his numbers are re- really really solid across the board. You know, when you and I filled in on follow the money during the All Star break, we we had pointed out like two guys in the Cy Young race that had, yeah. like, hey, look, these guys, their numbers indicate really nothing in terms of falling off. There's going to be some consistency here. Wheeler was one of them, uh, but lately it has not really been the case. You mentioned uh, the blow up there against the Diamondbacks, six earned runs over six and two thirds. Prior to that, he had got taken deep twice and gave up four earned runs to the Cincinnati Reds. He's right. got a four thirty four ERA in the month of August, and, and I think that's troubling when you look at it from recency's perspective. When you look at it from an Atlanta analytics perspective, his XFIP is still under three. He's still rock solid, and I get why the market would move in the direction of Philadelphia given that Yarbrough's numbers across the board haven't been solid. He'll probably won't give you a deep outing, maybe five innings, but if you just give the inconsistencies of Zach Wheeler now out of three of his last five starts, mm-hmm. it's just hard to lay a price of $1.55 with that. A shoddy defense for the most part for the Philadelphia Phillies and a lineup that has been inconsistent as well. It's just funny when you look at these two teams and you wonder, how, how did the Rays get to 30 games over 500 and the Phillies are one game over? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, Philly, first of all, the defense is what stands out the most. I mean, Philly's defense has been awful most mm-hmm. of the season. But the, the Rays, they just they just continue to find ways. What a terrific organization. Rays are amazing. They, they really are. And they lost. Don't forget what they lost from uh, from a pitching perspective. Like Snell's in the, gone. In, in the offseason, right? And then they had, Charlie uh, Morton's Glasnow. gone. Injured. Yep. Glasnow gone. I mean, you take all those ago, guys out right? of rotation, you're 30 games over 500. I mean, it's <laughs> what a tribute to their to their scouting, to their farm system, and uh, the way they uh, they way to play the game. I just need the Yankees to take a step back. Let's chill out. Just let just let them win the division. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got three finals in baseball today. Cubs yeah. 5-2 over the Rockies in a uh, first game of a doubleheader. Mm-hmm. Astros took down the Royals six to five and ten, and Cardinals beat the Tigers three two and ten. Vinny and also in progress right now, the Rockies have scored two. They're uh, up on the Cubs two zero top of the second. Yeah, that game closed. That was a a bet against. Uh, that was a bet on the split there, right? Because uh, the Cubbies won the first game. That game closed a dollar forty four off of a thirteen cents opener there. So uh, in terms of uh, the other finals, Matt Astros closed two seventy five off a two thirty open. They did not cover the run line. Sorry, Matt Everett, our producer, uh, and the Cardinals. They uh, they, uh, they got bet against. They uh, folks bet on the Tigers today. Cardinals opened a dollar forty eight and closed a dollar eighteen. So kind of a split day so far for bookmakers and betters. All right, let's go to the uh, NFL preseason, and uh, we're going to start at the top of the rotation. I'm just going to highlight a few games here to finish the show. JVT, I know you're going to be uh, hosting a numbers game the next two days, so you're yes. not going to be back. But I wanted to get your thoughts one more time on the Colts and the Lions. Uh, the game at the top of the rotation on preseason week three, and the Colts right now two point favorites, total of thirty three and a half. Yeah, I think this in you know we talk about this a lot when it comes to preseason and it's football in general, uh, quarterback play, but your quarterback depth chart and what that looks like, and I don't think that there's any uh, really any argument made that the Colts quarterback depth chart once you get into the later quarters uh, they have the edge in this matchup. Whether it's going to be Ellinger or Eason who are getting those snaps late in the second, uh, Tim Boyle has not been very good for the Detroit Lions. You're talking about thirty attempts, less than a hundred yards. He's probably going to get a brunt of the snaps as you get late into this game mm-hmm. and that would leave Indianapolis with a pretty good edge there with a, a gamer like uh, Sammy Ellinger so I would go with the Indianapolis Colts and I would agree with the market uh, that the Colts should be favored here although did I see this opened a little bit larger around yeah we actually right yeah, yeah JVT we yeah. did open it to Colts four they took four three and a half and three yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm surprised to see the market move in that direction uh, because if you're getting a, a game that's mostly Sam Ellinger I still think that he's probably got an edge over a Tim Boyle type right 
Uh, that's a safe assumption. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Tim Boyle has not looked good. I've, the thing about Sammy Ellinger, he's a rookie. Was he sixth-round pick? Yes. Fifth or sixth yeah, round out of Texas. Range, yeah. uh, he's thrown a few picks here in the preseason, but he can make plays on the run. And uh, it's much like what he was doing for the Longhorns. Well, look, the, uh, mm-hmm. the Panthers game of week one, he led them to 11 straight yeah. points, and they won that game. Yeah. Uh, had a couple of turnovers. You mentioned it against uh, was the Vikings in week two, uh, who they played. But regardless, you know, yeah. there is the mobility factor for him, which is good. Remember, late in these games, his offensive line play gets really bad. And mobility helps you out a lot, and Ellinger mm-hmm. has that. Vinny, we're seeing some line moves, and we're seeing some bigger numbers than normal this week in the NFL preseason. How about the Steelers-Panthers game? That opened the Panthers minus one at some spots. Not sure where you opened it here, but it's up to Carolina four. Yep, we uh, we did open it one, Matt. Okay. Of course, uh, no Ben Roethlisberger uh, this week, uh, which was not a real surprise, uh, but did go from one uh, and now sitting at four. Went to four today uh, in favor of the Panthers. Uh, total on the game... 35, which again got as high as 36. So two-way action overall on the uh, on the total, which was 34 and a half, went as high as 36, and now uh, back down to uh, 35. Do you have money lines posted on these games right now? Yeah, we're going to put the uh, yeah we do. Uh, yeah. Panthers dollar 85 plus 65 on the Steelers. Yeah. I was thinking, I was initially surprised by this humans to see it so high, but when you get the news of what's going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers, that no Rudolph, no Ben Roethlisberger, Dwayne Haskins is going to start uh, dress rehearsal for the Panthers. Sounds like Sam Darnold's going to get the first half. It makes sense that this is up to four. Doesn't mean I want to lay it, but uh, it uh, makes sense. I like the Panthers. Though. We were talking about this yesterday. I think when the number was a two and a half yesterday yeah. when we were doing the show. Mm-hmm. So if you like the Panthers, bet it now because it's probably going up. And the Panthers yeah. were pathetic last week. And Matt Rule's got to get. I think he's he's going to put an emphasis on this game this week. It's amazing this year that you know the, the split of teams in terms of which was dress rehearsal week, right? It was always week three, right? Yeah. Guys, uh, uh, prior to last uh, last year with it, where there was no exhibition uh, or preseason games, but uh, uh, with only three preseason games this year. Although this is the Steelers' fourth. Let's remember that, right? Them and the Cowboys, this is their fourth game. But who's treating, uh, who treated last week as uh, sort of a dress rehearsal, if you will, uh, and who's treating this week uh, as dress rehearsal? And clearly this is an example where the Steelers were more last week, Panthers more this week, to JBT's right. point. Panthers, I think all the emphasis here, and the Steelers yeah. no emphasis really on this game, uh, being especially because it's a fourth preseason game. They can just kind of mail it in and mm-hmm. – uh, who knows? I, I I think the Panthers look like a good play here, though. Yeah, unless you know Haskins has motivation to you know fight for the Steelers to keep him on the roster if they want to keep a third quarterback. Every you know all of those things. So there is motivation for a Dwayne Haskins type. And he's actually played relatively well in the preseason. Yeah, all the reports I read, he's in pretty good standing yeah. on the mm-hmm. Pitt, Pittsburgh quarterback so. depth chart. Anyway, uh, Benny, big numbers this week. Uh, Green Bay Buffalo. I'm seeing at circa Bills eight and a half. That's the biggest number in the market. Yeah, this one is uh, the highest number this week, Matt. And uh, we opened this one seven. Uh, they laid the seven, seven and a half. We're at eight right now, but uh, you're right. They're starting to see some eight and a halves out there. Uh, and again, uh, that uh, that's the first game on Saturday. Uh, this uh, this coming Saturday, uh, 35 for the totals, which is exactly where it opened. And uh, you know this. Uh, you're you're going to just continue to see. I think Bills. You're not going to see Rodgers. We know that, right? So I, uh, less. I don't know how much we're going to see of the Bills this week either. Uh, but the uh, the likelihood is uh, we'll see more from the Bills. I think at least that's the uh, uh, what the, the the thought process and the betting pattern right now. 
How about this number of nine and a half, JVT? And uh, you don't see this in the preseason. No. I can't remember the last time I saw a double-digit favorite. We're getting close to it here in the preseason. Rams and Broncos in Denver. And Circa's got nine and a half on this game right now. Broncos minus nine and a half, 33 and a half the total. See, I, and I don't under, I, get, I don't really understand why, right? And I wonder if maybe you see something come back after today. Like, quarterback competition is solved. Right, we know who the guy is going to be for the Denver Broncos. We get that the Rams don't really care about the preseason, uh, but so from a quarterback perspective, what do you get in terms of as this game goes along? Is it going to be Drew Locke? Or it seems like Vic Fangio in his quotes today still thinks highly of Locke, which means they think there would be a limited snap count for him too. So uh, this seems really high. Uh, I think I'd rather be on the side of the Rams. Well, we're at eight and a half, but uh, you've seen the Rams nothing, right? But this uh, this preseason for the most part, that's McVay. Right, Bryce Perkins, a quarterback last week. I actually didn't think he played that poorly in that game, but I just don't see nine and a half out there. And a number like this uh, it looks a little bit out of whack to me anyway. Uh, Vinny, you're going to be back in here on Friday. He JVT Friday. on the numbers game the next two days. Danny Burke on deck. Rush Hour, Visa, and the Esports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.